Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tome. I don't know why I sing song that Tome of Knowledge. Tome of Knowledge. Uh, where we talk about D&D and whatever we feel like related to, to games. Uh, I'm here with Boobs Like Jagger from the GGN crew and Virtual Spectre uh, with his brand new shelf, everyone. Ooh, Look at that oh, shelf. It's got stuff on it and knickknacks. It's, it's not. It's not special it's a, right it's now. It's a beautiful <laughs> shelf, sir. It's a beautiful shelf. Your knickknack well, game like is that. on point, I will yeah, say. I like a streamer now. <laughs> I was saying, it's like oh, all he needs now is, is the plant over over his left shoulder or whichever shoulder how cameras work. This one, and then you he'll need, be gold. Be gold. You need the fancy I, but lights. If I have a plant, where am I going to put more mechs? I, that's true. I mean, to be honest, my plant my plant is fake. I don't I don't have to water that. It's fake. What if you I want kit a plant with a mech? So it's a mech plant. I was going to say I want like a five foot tall Gundam on this oh, side. There you go. Even better <laughs> idea, right? Um, <laughs> Anybody so, got ideas on where I can find one? Japan. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Should have had moves grab you one. I was there. Or you can have Max 3D print you one. Take a while. I have a resin printer. That's not going to work. <laughs> It'll take a minute. <laughs> it, would, it would fall apart, probably. <laughs> like that big? No way. Uh, anyway, we're here today to tell you all about what we're doing. But before we get into that, um, if you have not watched us before, thanks for being here. Uh, we also have a YouTube. If you want to go check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at casters and cantrips. That's where we have all of our, uh, our VODs and we live stream over there as well. And we have some exclusive stuff in video format, like our out of combat, where we do like a little after show on our D and D campaign, where we talk about like, what happened in the episode. A couple of them of the uh, cast members get together and just kind of chat and, give you some behind the scenes of what they were thinking. We'll answer questions and stuff. People want to submit. Um, speaking of submissions is if you have ideas and you want us to talk about them for this show, like any D and D related questions, things coming up in like your D and D party or your campaign, we'd be more than happy to talk about it, work through it, all that good stuff. So come join our discord, discord.gg slash casters and cantrips. So you can talk, you can drop those info there in the uh, tome of knowledge topics or the out of combat questions if you have any about those too for a campaign but anyway with that being said we also have a patreon where you get all that access to that stuff early there's even a tier where you can help me build an npc in the campaign me being the dm as anyway and then we'll take your beautiful handcrafted bespoke npc and drop them in the middle of our campaign <laughs> um but if you prefer to listen and not look because you can't stand the side of me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we also have podcasts. <laughs> Everywhere podcasts are sold. They're there. So I think that's all right. we got for the be for the beginnings. I think I rolled through them. Uh, yeah, that 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 did it. That's all the things. Right. Well, good job. Had a Carol kick. What's going on? Village frog. Good to see you. Uh, Allie said hi and bye real quick. Bun myself. How's everybody doing? Yeah, hopefully you're having a good Monday. I was very tired this morning. So we all panicked because you told us we had to rank our top five <laughs> D&D party of the world. So during the timer, we all ranked them yes. real quick. So thank yes. you, Bun. Yeah, so the topic being the top five people you'd want in your D&D &D party. And that is our topic. 
Uh, Bun so expertly suggested that we should rank them from five, four, three, two, and one, which I agreed. And then I, I broke the news to to them right before the stream while I was also ranking mine and one through five. Um, pretty much the only like the only like rules we had is they can be anyone, real or fictional, whoever you want uh, in your D and D party. So, and I would say that if you uh, also have or want to share your top five list with us, please do. You can drop it either yes. in the chat, come hang out in the Discord, yeah. talk about your top five list. I'd love to hear what you all think and like what you look for in a D&D party. Um, or if you're watching this later on, just drop it in the comments. Uh, we read them. I'd love to take a look and see what you all come up with. So, without any further ado, I'm going to go right to Moobs with... Who is your number five of top five people you'd want in your D&D party? Number five. Uh, this one was real tough. This one, number five, was really tough because I, I picked Rogue. And then I, I didn't go with, maybe I was, I was torn between Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible or Sherlock Holmes. Ooh. And I chose Sherlock Holmes. Interesting to be Interesting. my party's rogue, and it would be an inquisitive rogue as a subclass. I went a little further and I picked subclasses because I didn't know how long we were going to discuss, but now that we're mm -hmm. hearing these, but yeah, Chuck Holmes, uh, just I think he'd just make a great rogue and like an intelligence rogue. It'll be in, it'll be searching all the things, finding all the things, plotting things, and and uh, and and stuff. And, and then he'll take leadership and then pick up his friend Watson, if that's allowed. Yeah, he can, can totally... Oh, go ahead, VS. I was going to say, he can also hold his own in a fight, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So He, good he can throw down in some fisty cuffs, that's for sure. Um, I don't know what else I'm supposed to talk about. I mean, I also think that, like, the inquisitive part makes it interesting is now you've got someone to, like, pick up on clues. Like, this depends on what your D&D campaign is, right? Having someone mm -hmm. as an investigator could be really really important I think I think I'm going with Robert Downey Jr. though if we're going to blend the worlds together like a real and fictional character mm -hmm. I think he's my pick over Benedict Cumberbatch what? Mm. or Henry Cavill? <laughs> what he is? <laughs> yeah in um, the show about what is the name of that show? Somebody I help me he, here. I know he played a spy type of guy. I didn't know he did a Sherlock. He's Sherlock in the, in Enola Holmes. In that in those series. Uh, so he plays Sherlock in Enola Holmes. Are you thinking of elementary? Because that's not Cavill. No, um, yeah, no, it's I not. almost went Benedict Cumberbatch, but I just love RDJ. He's just awesome. Yeah, I. I also think that the the Robert Downey Jr. Um, Sherlock Holmes would be more fun to hang out with than the Benedict Cumberbatch. More fun, like and Sherlock definitely Holmes. more definitely has that physicality of like combat yeah. prowess than I think over Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, just because of the movie he's fighting in a pit. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, that's a very that's, strong pick. I, I liked. Oh, go ahead. Uh, that's my rank fit. I. It's really unfair it's to rank tough. these, but yeah. That's number five. I think that 
Ethan Hunt would have been an interesting pick as like your honorable mention because like I I'm mm-hmm. I'm very partial to the Mission Impossible movies, uh, but I still think Sherlock Holmes is, is a really solid pick. All right, I will go Thanks. next with my number five, and I'm going to say this is this is something that I realized that I did, which wasn't a constraint on um, on anyone else. Is when I made my list specifically. I realized that I avoided sci-fi. I avoided superheroes. And then I avoided like, like just guns in general. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think in my head, I was thinking like, like, um, like seated in like fantasy in my mind, you know, cause obviously like I could pick like, I'm going to pick Yoda. Like that's still a valid pick, but I didn't, I didn't go that route. But anyway, I, I almost, yeah, I almost picked someone from Marvel, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see about the list. So my my number five is actually a real person, not fictional. My number five is Les Stroud from the show called Survivor Man. If anyone is um, if anyone's familiar with that TV show that I think was on, was it Discovery? I believe so. But yeah, I love that movie, that show. That show is awesome. So if you don't know who Les Stroud is, he is a, a real life Canadian badass. Uh, yeah, it was on Discovery. So the, the premise of, his, of Les Stroud's show is he goes out to these remote locations and films. He does not have a film crew. They drop him off by himself. He, he captures all the footage himself and survives by himself on these locations. So the guy's an expert. In survival and primitive living, you know, films the whole show by himself, no crew. Um, he's got expert knowledge of, of like flora and fauna of different areas, like what's okay to eat, what's not okay to eat. Um, and I went through all the episodes, I've seen them all, but I went and like sort of cataloged. He survived in like various forests, the desert, uh, the tropical islands, jungles, <laughs> swamps, the Arctic, mountainous regions. He's survived everywhere. So I think that. For me, for this fifth pick is if is if you're in a pickle in a D&D party and you're and you're not near a town or you get lost like this is the guy that I want in my party to be like, OK, it's fine. Here's how we survive, like even in the worst conditions. That's uh, over. At why, why not Bear Grylls? Because uh, I don't like Bear Grylls. He, he drank his own pee and that's weird. <laughs> that's like why would you do that like don't I'm do that dead snake no less yeah like i i don't i i i think of the two the more authentic of the shows is definitely less stroud now you know i don't know what bear girls actually knows in her life obviously never met him but less stroud's my pick for sure all right that's fair i think that's a that's a I mean, when you have someone in your venture party who just drinks their own piss, I mean, that's that's just yeah. How do you hang issue. out with that person? <laughs> <laughs> how do you get past that? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but anyway, that's that's my my fifth pick. So, uh, VS, you're number five. Yeah. Um. Well. And number five, so I was I was probably the last one to have a list of five. And I I went the typical, you know, like if I'm putting together a dream team of party members from anything fiction or history, 
Yeah, uh, that was the rules. And so. That's actually that's actually a, a really hard thing to do, by the way. Yeah, um, it is. But I think at number five, I'm going to have probably one of the the strongest monk type characters that I know. Uh, definitely one of the coolest, mm-hmm. and that's the girl from Final Fantasy VII, Tifa Lockhart. Ah. Mm. If anybody knows anything about Final Fantasy VII, you know that this girl is badass. Mm-hmm. She's unstoppable. And she's hot as hell. So she's gonna she's gonna whip that ass, bro. Like she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna beat down everybody. She's strong. She's got a good sense for you know what other people are feeling. She can keep the party's head on their shoulders, literally. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think you'll find a a more willing teammate and a better fighter out there so that's my number five yeah i i mean that's a solid pick she's she's also will fight for what's right since she was a member of avalanche right Mm -hmm. like fighting against the the big nasty shinra corporation so she's got a good moral compass yep yep she's an activist uh, a heart of gold yeah best girl in seven I'll fight you on it. <laughs> it's going to throw hands right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's a I think it's a good pick. I don't think you can go wrong. It's good number 5, I think. Yeah. Good number 5. I don't I don't I don't see any problem with that any problem with that pick so far. So mm-hmm. I, I think a, a decent showing for for number 5 for everybody so far. So, we can move on to number 4 moves go for it <laughs> whoa bun take it take it easy <laughs> uh i so number four i also is in the realm of final fantasy oh and particularly final fantasy 14 a critically acclaimed mmorpg uh where you can get a free trial <laughs> sorry uh <laughs> new expansion this summer not not sponsored <laughs> They're not sponsored. Um, I picked a wizard, and okay. I went with Ishtola. Ishtola Rule. Probably the best girl in Final Fantasy XIV of all time. Um, and uh, she's just a spellcaster badass. Uh, and she has a thirst for knowledge. Uh, she's also very attractive, uh, if you're into to, to cat ladies. <laughs> and <laughs> and I don't want to get into spoilers because if you haven't played Final Fantasy 14, which is incredible storylines and I don't know, like five expansions. But anyways, I don't want to get into spoilers, but a lot of cool stuff happens to Ishtola in the game where uh, a lot of character growth. But yeah, she in the end, she's just a solid, super powerful wizard. And I chose Order of the Scribes as a subclass. Um, I almost went evocationist. She does blow shit up, but I think because of her thirst of knowledge and the person she portrays in the story, that that pretty good. I don't know shit about Final Fantasy fourteen, so I'm just going to take your <laughs> word on it. But what I want to know, I didn't get the memo that there was a secret hotness factor ranking in the in this list either. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get that memo. <laughs> so well. 
Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess if you happened? like if you like dad vibes and dad bod, then then let Stroud go for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it, it's like a it's not a ranking criteria, but it's like a, it's like a bonus. Yeah, I guess a nice bonus. Yeah, this just, just helps. Good for morale. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do you think this is a good pick, VS? Because I, you know much more about this than I do. So if if, um, if he's pulling a fast one, I want to know about it. So, like you said, I mean, he's not wrong. Estrella is like a very, very powerful black mage, which in Final Fantasy is your damage dealing mage. So think like Evoker, um, Wizard, mm-hmm. powerful mm-hmm. spells. She would be money when it comes to like history mm-hmm. or Arcana checks. Um, and she's also a very good strategist too. So I, I think that's a strong number four. All right. I'll take your word mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. Um, I mean, village and bun and chat agree. Like, yeah. hands down. Yeah. They're all, they're, they're very well versed in the, in the final fantasy 14, which I am not. Uh, you should add me to your list. My body is broken, Bun. Don't add me to your list. I'm, I'm not going to do you any good. <laughs> maybe, maybe ten years ago or, or more, but not now. Um, my number four pick for my list is Brienne of Tarth from Game of Thrones. Okay. So, one of the strongest fighters in Westeros. Um, maybe not the strongest fighter as in like 1v1 but I'll get to why I chose her as well um, extremely both like honorable noble, humble all good qualities of someone that you'd want to be running around with in an adventuring party uh, pragmatic but also blunt so uh, if she's not right she's going to tell you about it and she's not going to dress it up so she might have that level headed um, sort of voice of reason uh, in the party and also like the first woman knight in the whole seven kingdoms in Westeros like come on and while there's a bunch of people who are probably great warriors uh, in in the realm of Westeros uh, the key factor of me not only is her abilities are, are amazing but she's also not an asshole like almost every other person in that entire universe <laughs> yeah because I was thinking, it's just like, you've got to be like, this is your D&D party. You've got to be able to get along with these people, too, because there are plenty of like the strongest ever picks that would be horrible to run around <laughs> and, and try and, you know, adventure with. So um, also like with Brienne of Tarth, like she grew up like wanting to be a knight and like wanting to do good. Like, I think that's that's a solid for like personality and like ambition and drive for for someone in a D&D adventuring party. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that's a good pick. Very good pick. Well, my number 4, we're staying in the video game realm and I'm going with probably one of the best rogues you could ever ask for. Ezio Auditore from Assassin's Creed. The grand, mm. the, the, the granddaddy, well, that's Altair, but one of the greatest assassins ever in the Assassin's Creed franchise. He single-handedly rebuilt the Assassin Order from the ground up. He is, I mean, if you've ever played Assassin's Creed 2 or any of the games featuring Ezio, 
you know how this man moves. He's quick. He's strong. He's lethal. But he's also got some really, really high charisma. So he's going to be, he could potentially be the face man for your party. He can swoon anybody. He can deceive people. Um, he's If you're looking for somebody that you can rely on to get into a place, to take somebody out, to steal something, or to just like completely bypass a, a potential confrontation, I don't know anybody better than Ezio for that. He's the man. Just He's just straight up the man. I think and out of all... Me- Sorry, yeah. I'm, out of all I'm, the Assassin's Creed, you're you're dead on the money. Yeah, I really wanted to pick Edward Kenway because mm-hmm. he's he heavily influenced my D and D character. But there's a little bit of like, can you trust him in there? Because for mm-hmm. a large part of his story, he's kind of like just out for himself. So, as much as I love that character, Ezio is the man. He's the best assassin. Uh, in the series, and uh, yeah, I, I think he'd be just an absolute amazing D and D party member. <laughs> Why Ezio over Altair? Altair is great too, but Ezio Ezio took the foundations of what the assassins were, and he he brought them from like a point of basically non-existent. And built the whole order up himself again with his own style of assassins. And he's mm-hmm. he's just I mean, he pretty much is the main character of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Like there's like three or four games with him. He's got so much story, and he's just mm-hmm. I, I he's just an all-around likable character, I think. It's- Went through hard times, fought his way out, and He's just cool, man. It's been so long since I've played a game with Ezio in it. So I'm trying to like pull like and remember like memories of like playing that game. And he has amazing backstory contact with artificer Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. All the cool gadgets. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good contact to have. (laughs) And he also, I, I don't know if this counts, but he technically has a familiar with the eagle, the whole eagle thing that mm-hmm. is kind of present in his story at all times. Yeah. But yeah. That's my number, what is that? Number 4. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's solid. I don't I don't know if I immediately go to the Assassin's like Creed franchise, but I know I probably don't play them as much um as as you do, VS. I know that you really enjoy those games. Assassins are broken. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, especially before they put in like spongy enemies, you just one shot everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can just jump off like the Empire State Building and be fine. Yeah, land in some hay yeah. at the bottom. Easy, easy. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fall take fall permanent. damage apparently. So yeah, yeah, permanent fall damage. Yeah, or feather fall. <laughs> they got Eagle Vision too, man. They can literally see through walls. It's cheating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wall hacks. I mean, for sure. Uh, all right, number three. Over to you, Moobs. All right, yeah, number three. Uh, so yeah, I have Rogue, I have Wizard, and now number three, I'm going with the Monk. And this one was really tough for me because I'm a big martial artist fan. 
And I chose a real person. And I was battling between two, but I think I went with my number one pick is for Monk for my third pick is a lot of picks and numbers. Jackie Chan. I love Jackie mm. Chan. Um, and I battled, I tore, I battled between him and Jet Li because I both, I love Jet Li and Jackie Chan equally. Yeah. Uh, both very different actors, uh, both extremely skilled in martial arts. Uh, but I went with Jackie Chan uh, for also because of his personality. Like he did, mm-hmm. to me, growing up watching Jackie Chan, I, you know, being half Asian, I always viewed Jackie Chan as like my uncle. You know, he just gives off those like uncle vibes. Like you can yeah. always count on Jackie, Uncle Jackie, you know? So, <laughs> um, and then he also knows like many different forms of martial arts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably one of his most famous one is Drunken Master. Yeah. Which I think would be a perfect subclass for Jackie Chan. Uh, yeah, he's funny. He's, he's a badass, super strong, super agile, can, like you literally see him do death defying stunts like jumping off buildings scaling walls like he Jackie Chan mm-hmm. can do it all man yeah and he has improvised weapon fighting because he can use ladders and shit yeah i was going to say them. like he like tavern brawler like yeah <laughs> like he's got that feet like in real life <laughs> yeah like yeah a lot of his older stuff when he was really young is like kind of crazy to watch because he was doing every stunt himself. He was just like falling off buildings and fighting twenty people, and it's like, man, this guy kicks ass. <laughs> yeah, he's he's super powerful. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, a person I want in my D and D party. Yeah, I like that you that you talked about him like giving off the uncle vibes, like someone you'd want to hang around with, and like someone who always seems to have like a good personality and always positive like that, that kind of goes a, a long way during adversity and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in fiction in our fictional D and D campaign. Yeah, I like it. Solid pick for sure. Solid pick. The only thing that the thing that I question is we're creeping up to like top threes. How, how are like the real, like real people going to fare? in like those top three situations against like, like literally any fictional character, a fictional character. Ah, uh, that's, that's, that is a good question. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like Jackie Chan could hold his own in any setting because he's, he's an actual real fighter. You know, he does not, it's not just for show, not just for film. That's true. Like Jackie Chan could fight. So, yeah. Um, I, I guess magic, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Any real like Les Stroud's not gonna do yeah. very well against yeah. Magic either, like, <laughs> yeah, or me for that matter. If if we're in this party, so, um, all right, my number three pick, um, that might surprise you both. Oh, we'll see. My number three pick is Rurouni Kenshin from mm. the anime Rurouni Kenshin or Samurai X, which is a deep cut for me because mm. y'all know I'm not a big anime watcher, but mm-hmm. I did watch some Rurouni Kenshin. And I'm thinking him as um, another another strong, extremely strong and powerful warrior, right? Excellent swordsman, extremely agile, mm-hmm. dexterous with his fighting styles, um, but also has compassion, tries to do the right thing, tries to help people in need. I mean, basically the story of like the Rurouni Kenshin anime is him like wandering around villages, basically helping people. 
essentially, you know, and that's a very abbreviated like description. So don't like mm. hold me to that or anything. Uh, but basically as far as like a, as like a warrior dude's like a living legend. I mean, it was part of his skill that like helped like stop an entire war. Um, so yeah, I may have a sort of like a troubled past with kind of some regrets, you know, in the war, but he's trying to be a good person. And I think everyone deserves like, you gotta have that, um, that, that story in your D and D party of like the redemption arc. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of why I picked Roni Kenshin. Cause I've, I, you know, Breen of Tarth, very strong warrior, him almost more dexterous, agile, that kind of stuff. Having some people up there up close. So yeah. there are a ton of famous fictional and real samurai. Like why, mm-hmm. why Roni? Because like, you have like Satoshi the Blind Swordsman. There's like Samurai mm-hmm. Jack. There's just like there's so many samurais, Masashi. especially in in the fictional world. Like what mm-hmm. what? Why why was he the standout? When I was thinking of of people on this list, um, a lot of it was sort of, of course, limited to like what I've consumed and what I've seen in those things. But but also what stood out to me um, is that sort of that compassion side like he he walks around with a reverse katana so he doesn't kill people when he's fighting them and like he 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 does like everything he can to basically subdue someone without without killing so i like that quality especially having someone who knows restraint in your dnd party that kind of thing who's been there done that uh and sort of has that same like value of life that's kind of why and nostalgia because i really enjoyed the anime <laughs> <laughs> it's a good anime. You have to yeah. watch it. You should definitely check it out. Yeah. Nice, nice. VS. So, spoilers. I don't have any real life people on my list. Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, and this one's going to be kind of an uh, maybe a little bit of an out there character. It's going to be kind of a niche pick. Um, it's another character from a video game, except we're shifting over to fighting games now. Hmm. However, this is not going to be your your uh, Ryu or Ken or or Scorpion. This is actually a mage, interesting scientist. Um, he's from a game called Guilty Gear. Um, it's a f- fighting game that's been around for a long time. Mm. The greatest fighting franchise, in my opinion. Moobs knows it. <laughs> um, at number three, I'm going with Asuka R. I can't mm. pronounce his, the other part of his name. It's like Croyz or something like that. Uh, essentially, uh, this version of him is more or less a simulacrum of somebody else. Um, but he is a highly powerful mage. He's a brilliant scientist. Um, he, The list of spells available to him is like almost endless. He got you covered from attack spells, defense spells, even some healing spells. Um, And his mind is so sharp and he's he's got so much knowledge in there. Like you'll be hard pressed to find somebody that's going to come up with better like battle strategies than Asuka. He's an absolutely brilliant. The only downside with him is because he's a simulacrum and he was created without any sort of moral compass, he doesn't necessarily have opinions of right and wrong. Mm. He's he's pretty much dead neutral on everything. So 
there could be maybe some some party conflict, especially since my party is leaning more towards good um, at this point. Yeah. However, um, I was trying to think of powerful mages. I was thinking of some mages from Final Fantasy. You're, you know, the famous mages like Gandalf. And I was like, you know what? I know of one that maybe not many people know about. And his design's cool. Um, his music, his theme music's really cool. And, uh, <laughs> Very important factor when <laughs> yeah, choosing your, your D&D party. Guilty, Guilty Gears often joked about it as being like a music album that you get a free video game with. <laughs> That's like what it is. Um, so yeah, he's got style, he's brilliant, and he's a powerful mage. Um, he's going to be like your your go-to man for anything requiring magical knowledge, history, um, even religion to a degree. So he's your smart guy. Smart wizard, man. I, I thought you were going to pick Testament. That's another good one. Character. Testament Pretty solid for a mage category. Oh, absolutely. You could even go like Eno, technically, but because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're extremely powerful too. But uh, I mean, Asuka, he, his, his nickname is literally that man. <laughs> there goes that man. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah I, I would say interesting pick of all the characters that, because I know some Guilty Gear, I've played some Guilty Gear. Um, I don't even know if Oscar R would be my top pick just from Guilty Gear, <laughs> but <laughs> I told you it's it's kind of a, it's kind of an out of left field. Yeah, pick. yeah. But given the game's lore and who he is in the game's lore, he's like mm-hmm. one of the most powerful people in that lore. Deep cut. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, because Dizzy's pretty solid as well. I mean, he created the gears, which are like world-ending fighters, basically. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, touche. Yeah, you're also talking to the guy who played Chip and just button mashed. So I don't really have a whole lot of, of ground to stand hey, on here. So the <laughs> president Chip, it's okay because <laughs> Chip's enough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, very nice. Uh, we're up to we're up to the number twos now. Uh, and I'll say that for those of you in chat, get those lists together, drop them in our discord. Like I'd love to see him and talk about him. Yeah. Uh, number two moves. Uh, now we're yeah, getting Drago into this post, is posted his list. Um, yeah, yeah. Number two, this, Oh man, this one was tough. Mm-hmm. I couldn't decide who was number one, number two. And I think I just, I went with my heart. So number two, to, to fill out the uh, party composition of having kind of like a tanky frontliner, mm-hmm. uh, I went with Paladin. I know Village is not going to be too pleased with this, <laughs> but uh, I consider this to be the greatest video game franchise of all time. And my man, Kiryu Kazuma from the Yakuza or Like a Dragon franchise <laughs> series, even though he's a Yakuza, he's got heart. Kiryu, has a heart of gold and does everything right by himself, by his friends and people. And he and I'm, he is a paladin in a sense of his code village. And I know she's raging right now. <laughs> but because of the code he lives by 
and and how he perceives the world and himself and the people around him. He's 100% a paladin um, because he always does what's right. He he believes <laughs> the best in people, uh, and uh, <laughs> he just wants to do what's what's right in the world. And yeah, he's he's an excellent fighter. Uh, he has a, a huge arsenal of weapons. Uh, he could pick up bicycles and plummet people with them. Uh, he he can do it all. And uh, that's that's my man. I, I think this is a controversial pick. I think this is <laughs> controversial. For your number two, you pick a Yakuza guy who beats people up. <laughs> yeah, for the greater good. For the greater right. good. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me let me break it down for you, okay? So I, He's a man of honor. It's about the code, right? So very powden like all the oaths. So if you look at uh and there's there's three subclasses Kiryu could be, okay? There's devotion, mm-hmm. there's crown, and there's there's, there's conquest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um if we look at the crown or uh conquest, uh, like the tenets of conquest is it's not enough to be merely to defeat an enemy in battle. You, your victory must be so overwhelming that your enemies will fight. Their will to fight will be shattered forever. And that's very mm-hmm. much in line with the game because uh, he's going up, up against the odds and he's going up against people who have will of steel and will not back down. So he has to overpower them mm-hmm. to achieve victory. <laughs> <laughs> That feels like a stretch to me, but it it is it is your list. I'm just saying it's that's controversial. <laughs> I mean, it can be, but yeah, this it's my list. This is my this is my it is your list. It is your party. list. But yeah, it, 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 why why is it controversial? That's my question. I, I don't know. I I think it's a it's a pretty weak person to have at number two. Now, if they were lower in the list, I think I might be a little more palatable, but. That's just me. Well, what makes them weak? Because technically, if they're in a D&D party, right, they're going to have D&D powers, no? I mean, sure. I would suppose. I mean, this man's sure. been in... There are... <laughs> nine. Acquisite like a dragon games. Alright? <laughs> he has longevity. Kiryu, the call <laughs> Kiryu weak? I I am offended, sir. <laughs> offended. Okay. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe list. if I maybe if I play them, then I'll have a different I'll have a different opinion. The, the one other downside I can see to that is like there's always going to be somebody tailing your party. His name's Majima. <laughs> Built-in nemesis, great for story building. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number two pick uh, for my list. Number two is Kvoth from the King Killer Chronicles stories by Patrick Rothfuss. Kvoth, first and foremost, um, is a extremely talented musician, bard, comes from a family of musicians, traveled as a traveling musician early in his life, um, was able to secure a very uh, difficult to obtain um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, achievement from from his music at one of the most famous sort of music halls in the in the books. Um, also, not only is he a very well talented musician, has the whole charisma side performance, 
also a very powerful arcanist in the books has studied artifice and medica and sympathy which is like basically like your evocation stuff as well as like the naming the power of names which is like a super um elusive and powerful magic like knowing the true names of things super awesome has also survived an encounter in the fey wild against one of the most most powerful fey in in their realm so i think that that's some good knowledge to have too uh, I was like, if he gets stuck in the Fey, dude can deal with it. He he figured that out. Very well traveled. Also, an experienced fighter as well can hold their own since he basically spent some time with some. Um, I'm going to use this term loosely for those of you that read the book, read the books, but basically a society of, of like warrior monk type people. Like, spent a lot of time with them too. So I think like for like all around, you've got fighting, you've got charisma, you've got spell casting. Uh, all around, I think a, a great number two for me. I don't know who that is, so yeah, I'll have I, to take your I word for it. You. <laughs> oh, no, you, you know, not no. red. That's a controversial pick. You know what? Because <laughs> of of other reasons, and I, yeah, because I don't know who he I'm is. Just, I'm still upset about <laughs> Kiru. <laughs> None of you all have read any of the of the books. The name of the wind, the wise man's fear. Come on, if you read those books, wow. like I'm telling you. He he deserves like it was hard for me not to put him at one, but I have but I have a much better number one. So number two, all around badass in in a fantasy world, like be a hard person not to put in your team is all I'm saying. And I I'll, and Bun saying that he's a Mary Sue, that's fine. That's fine because what would you not want a Mary Sue in your D and D party? <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't, I don't think that's bad. <laughs> Competent across all sorts of different things, like all around awesome. Yeah, that sounds like a great pick to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> wow, I'm disappointed in you both for not reading those books. <laughs> I don't read. I don't either. <laughs> I listen to them on audiobooks. So, <laughs> um. Well, we had some interesting number twos so far. Um, There's going to be no controversy with this one. And there's going to be no doubts about it either. I'm going with the archetype archer himself. The Legolas. Uh, (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. From the Lord of the Rings book series. Um, most of you know him. If you don't, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he, he literally is the archetype for pretty much every elven archer mm-hmm. that has come after in any kind of fantasy novel or video game or movie. If if you're if whatever you're consuming has an elf archer, guaranteed it's drawn inspiration from Legolas. He's that guy. I mean, probably the sharpest eyes in Middle Earth. If I had to take a guess, um, just a marksman who's second to none. Um, he's a stand-up guy. I mean, he's going to be on the side of right. Um, mm-hmm. 
he has the potential to be a an excellent uh figure to look towards for um i guess guidance uh, or or sort of a person to look to who's who's going to be confident in whatever scenario you bring him in mm-hmm. um either because of his own skill or just because he's like your he's your Tolkien elf he's like that's they're just what's the word stoic yeah um i i, I think it's a great pick but i i also it's a safe will pick. What's that? I said it's a safe pick, but I mean, he's, I mean, he's that good. If I'm adventuring in D and I would like to be safe. So a safe pick is great for me. Yeah. yeah. Also, like the the Mary Sue Gary Sue stuff is like, yeah. If I want somebody who's created everything and has no flaws, that's fantastic. Great to get along with. Is a badass. Like elves, man. I will say too. I fully acknowledge that in in Tolkien's world, elves are op as shit. They're bullshit. That's their badasses, all of them. Uh, <laughs> and I fully acknowledge that. I mean, in the books, this is this is a favorite thing of mine. Is like, is Legolas is so light footed uh, that he walks on top of snow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Ranger, like he's he's like your best choice. I I would argue Legolas is a is a fighter. But that's a different conversation. Well, I mean, you have you can dual wield as a ranger, multi class. <laughs> yeah, he probably dips in rogue and gets the scout. You know, there's 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 yeah. multiple yeah. ways you could build out Legolas for sure, for sure. Put a gloom stalker thrown in there. Yeah, yeah, good pick. I like Legolas. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go all, without one Lord of the Rings character. We're all fans, so we're like, I mean, yeah, I, mean, not, I don't think you can go wrong with Lord of the Rings. It's hard like, not to to disagree with you. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard not to fill up your whole list with Lord of the Rings characters, to be right. honest. But I, I, just, I, that was my first list. You. That was my first list. I was like, wait, I gotta, I gotta mix this up. I gotta yeah. change it up. <laughs> yeah, solid. So now, well, we're at the number ones. I would, I would, um entreat you all listening or watching come hang out in our discord or if you're watching this after the fact drop it in the comments i want to see your lists so i can critique them (laughs) and uh, and we'll drop our lists in in discord as well just so it's front and center um so you can so you can see them so thank you for those of you that have um put your lists in there discord.com or discord.gg slash casters and cantrips discord.gg slash casters and cantrips drop your list let's talk about them Heck yeah. All right. Number, number one, one. The number one on your list of this top one, five people you'd want in your D&D party. This one is it's close to home. Very near and dear to me. Although this person has a, has a, a human being. Uh, probably the greatest bard in the world. Is no other than Jack Black, baby. Jack what? Black. Okay. The greatest bard of all time. <laughs> what? Obviously, College of Glamour. Voice of an angel. Personality of a king. You'd be laughing your ass off the entire time. <laughs> you need a little uh, levity in the, our D&D party? Jack Plack. He's going to do it. That's true. He battled demons. Okay. He's uh, an entertainer, an actor, mm. musician, 
orator. Oh man. Oh yeah. And you get a bonus Kyle. Bonus Kyle, yeah. <laughs> man, I mind bullets. That's telekinesis, Max. I okay, so I'm I'm gonna say initially taken aback by this by this pick for number one, but like I would think like if it was only real people, solid number one pick. But then when we open mm-hmm. up to ev like real or fictional, but you did remind me that he did fight a demon or the devil as well. And one. And, and one. one. Which now that we're bringing up the extended universe of Jack Black, then I'm cool with it. Because uh yeah. I'm good with that. If we're talking tenacious D Jack Black, yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah, he's one he's slain a Hydra with the scrotes. Okay, Wonder Boy. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know. What's your thought on this VS? Um, I kind of had the same initial reaction because uh, I'm 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 like movie star Jack Black. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. He qualifies as a bard, sure. <laughs> and then I almost forgot about like all the tenacious D stuff, and I'm yeah. like, okay. Fine. <laughs> a very yeah. skilled luchador. Hey, Nacho Libre. Right. <laughs> oh, so okay. So if you put it, if you put an actor's name in there, then you just immediately inherit every character they've ever played in all their movies. Because I think that's a little far. I'll give you the tenacious D Jack Black because okay. it's, it's right. the same guy. Right. But then you also got to take but, School of Rock Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> a mentor, a teacher. See, he's a perfect bard. <laughs> a person who's never going to pay for his meals. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I won't. I won't mix universes. Just tenacious G- D Jack Black. See, I think if you say Jack Black, then tenacious D works because it's still Jack Black. It's just a a tenacious D flavor with with you know all the fun stuff you'd want in D and D. I I I like that pick, but yeah, with VS, I was saying at first I'm like, what? Like. <laughs> but it was very is a very cerebral pick mulling it around like okay i get it yeah, you know once i you know you heard me out and i, and I pitched it mm-hmm. yeah. Jack black baby yeah all right um for me my number one person i would want in my D party um lady galadriel Oh, okay. Shit, talk about OPLs. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Galadriel. Okay. So, so one of the <laughs> oldest, mightiest, most powerful elves in the Third Age, wields Ninja, which is the ring of water of the of the rings that the elves have gotten. The power of that ring is the preservation and concealment from evil. Tell me that is not something that you would want in your D&D party. As well as she is a total, absolute badass warrior as well. And was also able to resist the ring in Lord of the Rings. Able to resist the corruption. Fight me. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) as far as number ones go, it's hard to do better. (laughs) I can't fight you because you have Lady Galadriel in your party. That's like exactly. having a, a demigod in your party, basically. Uh, she's an elf, all right. So maybe demigod in, in Tolkien esque, yeah. But still, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Oh, I don't, it's just <laughs> that's a 
that's a really good pick. I just, <laughs> yeah, I thought I based know. on your reaction to Legless, like you might have just like brushed Lord of the Rings aside, and I was thinking, oh. no, no, absolutely, <laughs> I did not. I fully, I fully embraced the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I will say too, uh, as a little bit of 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 background story for me, that number one spot was was just this close to coming to Gandalf as number one for me. Mm. Um, but in my mind, I was like, okay, but hold on. Gandalf being an Astari, one of the wizards, he's forbidden from using the, his full power while he's amongst mortals. I don't want someone with restraints in my party. I don't <laughs> want any of that. You're basically an angel. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that. Like, how do I relate to like to someone like that? <laughs> Dude, you're gonna have some yeah. dope ass weed though. If they had Gandalf. Just yeah, that's what Bun said. But I was like, you know what? If anyone can get that, then Kvothe could probably get that too. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's really good one. Strong. That is really strong. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, VS, that's a number one. That? Yeah, it's number one. That, VS? Um, it. It's hard to top one of the most powerful Tolkien elves. Um, but. My number one is the definition of perseverance itself. With this person in your party, your party's never going to go down. Not everybody. Because he's going to stay standing through everything and keep going. My number one, Guts from Berserk. Mm. Guts from Berserk is a supremely powerful warrior. His strength is on a level where he's able to basically fight against demons and other like sort of uh, demonic creatures by wielding a, a sword that's a slab of iron. And he's able to cleave through giant creatures like their butter. He has uh, a suit of armor that surrounds him that amplifies his power. Uh, especially when he rages and like i said he's never going down like that's the whole story of guts is he doesn't stop he keeps going through the worst scenarios you could possibly imagine and comes out the other side no matter what so your party could be in the most dire situation imaginable and you know that at least he's going to stay standing and probably going to finish that encounter at the end like when you're talking about having a pillar in your party, somebody that you can rely on for anything, um, it, it's guts. It's he's just that guy. Like he's that strong. You got a lot. You got a lot of that guys. <laughs> I, hey, man. That's three. It's three that guys. It's three that guys. You can only have one that guy. There, there might be some inner party uh, conflicts going on. <laughs> that's, that the thing about, that's the other thing about Guts, though. He's he's as long as you're moving yeah. forward and you're not being like a dick to him personally, he's just going to be that he's going to be quiet and, and wherever you're going, he's going. And uh, yeah, if you give him a mission, he's going to see it done. Gus comes with a lot of baggage, though, you know, like some real deep, deep <laughs> issued baggage. He does. So you got you're gonna have to deal with that in your party, you know. Yeah, but like it's fine. 
<laughs> I, I haven't seen any of the any like Berserker or the manga or anything, so I'm gonna take your word for it. I need it's, to. It it's on my solid. list, but it is really good. It's like probably one of my top animes. Yeah, it just top probably one of the best manga. I, I mean, it's yeah. A the series is like yeah. you could buy the manga series is ginormous. Like you'd be reading forever. <laughs> He's like he is the epitome of resolve and perseverance. I like it. I think for the most part, some very strong, some very strong lists all around for a D and D party. This yeah. is fun. I feel like my list doesn't have as powerful characters as Max's or VS's, but my party is going to have a great time. There's like, yeah. there's so many, there's some <laughs> great personalities. We're gonna have an awesome time. <laughs> I guess I guess my thought process is for my list is like I don't want to die because <laughs> because if 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 I yeah. am in any D and D party when we're pulling this kind of stuff I I am I'm the weakest link like by far of all these people it's, it's me I'm the weakest link <laughs> yep I know I'm not gonna die with my team yeah <laughs> there's no possible way. <laughs> Yeah, well, thanks everybody for watching and hanging out with us. Uh, let us know if you if you liked it. Um, show us your lists. Drop them in the Discord. Uh, we're gonna drop ours in there as well, so you can kind of uh, if you want a quick recap of who we talked about. So thanks so much for for watching um, and hanging out with us. Um, we've got um, our next sort of um, our next scheduled program will be on Wednesday at seven p.m., which is a Bun Bun Art Stream. Uh, Thursdays when our out of combat's going to drop from our last episode. So some, some big stuff from that episode. I'll be interested to see what you all talked about. Uh, and then of course on Friday at 6 PM Pacific is going to be our episode 32 of our, uh, second campaign. So come join the fun. Uh, we got the band back together, so it'll be a, it'll be a good time, <laughs> but anyway, thanks everybody for watching and, and, uh, hanging out with us. Show us your list and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks everybody. Bye.